life doesn't just pause. Like you can't just pause it and go, ah, oh, we'll get back to life tomorrow. Like it's, it's constantly going. And I think too many times people wait until a day off. They wait until a vacation. They wait until um, retirement before they say, okay, now it's time for us to live. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. Well, you spent time in Georgia. Yes. You and Beth were gone for how long? Uh, we were only gone for a week. A week. Yeah. Only a week. Yeah. I was gone on Reg Rife for four days. I go back to work tomorrow. Um, we started talking about living in the moment. And I think we lived in the moment every day on route. Yeah. Because it was just like you, ha- you had to. Like you're constantly doing something. And, you know, it was, it was you know, right in front of you. I mean, obviously, you had 10,000 plus people rolling by you and stopping to say hi and hanging out. And obviously, you were in Georgia. Like... You know, you made a comment, your your dog was the alarm clock. So when Absolutely, the dog yeah. got up, you guys got up and you were chasing waterfalls. Mm. So then do you need vacation to live in the moment? No, you don't. You don't. Now, it just makes it easier. You know what the cool thing is? is in fact, I think we used a different word at the beginning, which was living in the moment. But we were saying being fully present. Sure. And that is difficult to do. That's really, really difficult to do, to be fully present in the, you know, in any moment. Your question, that was great. What a great topic, because you said, do you need vacation to be able to, to, to live in the moment, to be present? And the, the absolutely, the answer is no on that. In my opinion, it is a mindset. It is something that, that you're very intentional about, that you know about. And so, Matt, you, you've told me before, take your girls, for example, that, while you don't do it as perfectly as you would hope to, you're doing a really great job most every day at being fully present with them. Sure. And so when they need something to share, you know, you're there and uh, they need to tell dad something or, or, or to watch their game or their, their gymnastics or whatever the, the thing that they're involved in. I think that's really about what it means to be fully present. Um, you know, when you're talking about family, but to be, to be living in the moment slash fully present, um, vacations create bookends to do that. We were talking about like the day of your planning, you're getting your bags packed, right? You're pretty much living in the moment at that point because you're excited where we, you know, we're going to go and you might even be a little bit of tension around like, okay, we got a lot of stuff to do. Cause yeah. Oh my gosh, there was a lot of stuff to do to get ready to leave. Um, so there, there's the opening bookend and then there's the closing bookend too. And just on vacation jobs, I share with our listeners here what I shared with you, which was our last day. We had spent a lot of time in the car on vacation chasing waterfalls. And we were surprised at how busy of an area that we were actually in. So our last day, we decided to stay in the cabin that we rented. We rented this beautiful log home on the, on the side of a mountain surrounded by trees away from all the hustle and bustle. And I'm really grateful that we did that. We threw bags at night. We grilled out. We didn't go out to eat much at all. So on Thursday, our last day, we just ended up hanging out. And I was sharing with you how 
I didn't want to compromise Thursday by coming around at say six o'clock or so in the evening and start loading up to leave first thing in the morning so we can get home. And and so what we did is we threw bags and we grilled and we sat in the porch swing and stayed up late. And then we got up at a reasonable time on Friday, made breakfast, did a lot of the same stuff. Like we just tried to maximize that last time. And we got on the road at nine o'clock Eastern time, 9 a.m., which was 8 a.m. Central time. And so on our way home, we knew I had prepped ourselves. It was going to be about 11 p.m. when we got back. And it was exactly 1050 when we got back that night. You know, it just you, you kind of figured out. But it's those bookends like to say, I'm going to give myself I want to protect this time. I think that's one really crucial element about trying to stay in the moment. Yeah. So like you look at if it's not vacation, people look at retirement yeah. as now I get to live in my moment Another and, book and enjoy my moment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's too late. Like you're, uh, yeah. you're too late in life. You know, you're, you're too old. You can't do all the things that you wanted to do. So, you know, don't work to retire. You know, like you said, live in the moment today. And, you know, I think about being present and there are times where in my house with my girls, we're present, but we're all on phones, not mm. being present. Like yeah. we're doing our own little thing when we're in the same room, you know, I can look across the table and see my wife. I can see my three girls and, you know, there's some show on TV that we're watching as a family, but are we really watching it as a family? You know, is it just white noise in the background as we're posting to social media and, <laughs> yeah. you know, living in other people's <laughs> moments. You know, I mean, I think that's what social media is so powerful from the standpoint of I can get on social media and see everybody's living in the moment on Ragbrae. You know, all my friends and my family that are out doing this, I can live through the pictures that they're posting and the comments and going, man, like they're, they're out there living right now. That's not me living in the moment. That's me living in the moment through somebody else who was out experiencing it. So then how do you, I, I shouldn't say, how do you, I know the answer. Like you like lock the phones in a, in a safe and say, okay, for the next two hours, it's us. Like we're going to do whatever. And you know, like today we're going to go to independence and spend time with my family and my dad retired and you know, he's now officially going to be able to live in his moment. Mm-hmm. And like my mom said, he's already changed a little mm-hmm. bit. Like he, he's not grumpy, but he's not, he's like, she made a comment, you know, he's, he's not as grumpy as what he used to be, you know, like, and it's, it's funny that she said that, but you know, they've already started to do things and you know, they, they hopped in the car, they put the top down and they were out driving around and they ended up being like an hour and some, you know, hour and a half past where we live. And they're just out checking things out. Like, and why, why wait for that? You know, why work every day knowing that, okay, when I retire, then I get to do my thing. Like instead of finding ways after five o'clock to go do your thing or like even at work, find ways to, to live in that moment and, and, and pass that on. Like when you hear, and we've talked about this, so many stories of people that work so hard to retire and then something tragic happens in their life and it removes a person from their life that they were trying to do this together with, or, you know, something happens to them and like they're gone instead of looking at it from the standpoint of like, it's nine o'clock on a Sunday morning, you and I are podcasting and then we're going to go do our thing, cherishing every moment from the car ride from here to there to, I mean, it's, it's every, Oh, let's, let's be clear about something. 
I am poor at cherishing moments, right? Well, we all are. You know, and and I was just thinking about like, can I find joy? I, I didn't find joy on vacation when we were in too much traffic and we were in busy places. So we left those places. In fact, you know, we're chasing waterfalls. Every day I saw some of the most magnificent waterfalls I've ever seen. I, the Incredible. But two of them in particular, there was hundreds, if not over a thousand people trying to see the same thing. And I'm not exaggerating. It was that busy. So imagine a path that's six feet wide, that's about three eighths of a mile long from parking lot to, to finish. And you're walking along this stream that has these little falls and because they're long, it's not just one waterfall, right? But you're sharing that with hundreds of other people. Now we saw the amazing scene there. It was beautiful, but it was kind of like, go up, take your picture, spend two minutes there and let the next person get in that spot because that's what it was. There was other people waiting. So our best experiences, while that was awesome to see, that was a poor experience for us. What we want to be able to do is soak our feet in the water. Like we wore shoes. You wanted the waterfall to yourself. Yeah. You know, and so we did find a couple of spots like that where we could just sit and be in the moment and not, we didn't even have to talk. We were just kind of sitting there and contemplating life, I suppose, if you will. Um, you talked about retirement. I'm just going to share this because I lost both of my parents at relatively young ages. They were 68, both of them. I, actually, mom just turned 69. But my dad in particular, um, he passed away in 99, suddenly from a heart attack, and he retired in 1995. As soon as he retired, he had his second bypass surgery. So for the first year of his retirement, it wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Now he bounced back from like, he felt amazing after that second surgery. And I remember, you know, I'm 20, 26, seven, eight, somewhere in there. And I'm throwing a Frisbee with my dad in his backyard and he's moving around like a young guy. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And he got to enjoy, I think, pretty fully those last few years. Of course, nobody knows this is going to be my last day. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was a Sunday morning just like this where, where I got a call. You know, I was still in bed but, and that we lost dad. He only got a few years after retirement. But one thing that was pretty good about my dad is that he loved to go trout fishing and, and up in northeast Iowa in those little streams. And he'd take my sister up there. I wasn't a big fisherman. So, so we, I would go on a time, but... I was like, I'm not even going to throw a line. I just want to sit here and, well, we're sitting along a pretty stream. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, you know, fully present and being in the moment, I think is just, it's got to be like a conscious decision to do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think about our trip to Colorado a couple of years ago and we sat on a, a stream basically and there was a cabin and I just wanted to sit there and watch the water just pass by and listen to everything that was happening around us. And I was surrounded by my, my family. Like it was, it was great. Yeah. They, were, they were all doing their own thing, but that, that was living in the moment because Addie was in her, her own moment and Lainey and Hayden and Daniel and my, you know, my um, nieces and nephews, like everybody was having a blast. But for me just to sit there and hear the crackle of the fire in the background and just, you know, have a beer in my hand and just not do anything was living in the moment. Like you don't have to, constantly be on the go right like living in the moment right. is not taking your 24-hour day and going okay i need to jam-packed so many activities in this 24-hour window no that's not it like it's finding something that you look at and go i love every aspect of what's happening right now yeah and you know the the, the crazy thing too is 
it could be something that lasted 30 minutes. But it was a true live in the moment. Like I love everything that just happened right now that completely makes your day amazing. So I think, you know, from like, if it was my girls, if you asked Eddie right now, like what living in the moment is, she thinks it's like, we got to be doing this. We got to go be going here and we got to run and this and that. And I'm like, she's a different person in like life right now that I, that I am. I mean, I'm 41 years old. She's 14 years old. Like, I mean, it's two totally different brains thinking where one day she'll get to that point and have that same feeling where she doesn't want to run and, but her kids want to, her kids want to go run and do all this stuff. I mean, I think it's just, it's finding something every day that, you know, putting your, your toes in the water. It's just that little, that moment you just go, I need to, I need to do this every single day. And then, um, it can happen at work. You know, it can happen, you know, like we talked about, you don't need to be a superhero, but be a hero to someone every day. Maybe that's what it is for you. Just finding that one person that you can pour into mm-hmm. and be a great human being and, you know, have a connection that is that live in the moment for you. And it, ma- it makes them better. Um, you know, a, a lot of time in my, my truck driving to work and from work, like I'm, I'm finding moments where I'm just kind of in my own head, just processing things, you know, where that's my in the moment because I need to be good when I get to work. And I need to be great when I get home, you know, so I get, I have an hour there and an hour back where I can process my day and be ready to go. I have an hour coming home to decompress so I can, can be a dad. So yeah. I can live in that moment yeah. because when I, when I walk in, they don't want me to go to my office and close the door and like have to decompress for an hour. They want to tell me about their day. You know, I had three girls that are, you know, just got back from camps, like, Aiden got stung by a wasp yesterday. And like she was like, you know, I mean, it was just, they want to tell me everything that, that they did, you know, mm-hmm. um, life doesn't just pause. Like you can't just pause and go, Oh, we'll get back to life tomorrow. Like it's, it's constantly going. And I think too many times people wait until a day off. They wait until a vacation. They wait until, um, retirement before they say, okay, now it's time for us to live. You bring up a great point about this. You, you said it a couple minutes ago, which was, um, it might only be 30 minutes. I, I think, I think it might only be a minute at times or, or a five minute thing. I think back to some of the best memories that I have. I'll, I'll reference my dad again, um, spending time with him. And it was, it was in these informal unstructured moments. It really was the stuff that, that I, the best memories that I have with him wasn't because we were, you know, I guess maybe the better way to say it is like they're these little vignettes, right? It's it's the thirty seconds we did this. Um, maybe it was a I spent the you know an entire evening with him, but it was that time that here's what I remember, and it was because he listened about this or he asked me about this. You know, my dad loved to, and I'm going to date myself here a lot, but he he's like, hey, you need some money to go on a date, you know? And I'm like, no, no, dad, I'm good, I'm good, but thanks. He's like. He's like, well, if you need something, you let me know. And it's, I remember those moments because he was just being a dad. He was just being an, interested in what I was doing. And it's those kinds of things that really stand out. And, you know, from a, from his standpoint, I think that probably felt really good uh, to, to be there, to be able to ask me that. From my standpoint as his son and, and looking at it as my dad, I was like, I had a pretty cool dad. I had a really sure. cool dad, you know. 
Um, I had good parents both. You know, I just, I, I, I tend to remember some more of those moments with dad. And, I, and I'm not exactly sure why, because I think I actually was around mom more. Sure. So are you, do you feel like you're passing that on to your kids? Man, I don't know. Um, yes, I do. I hope so. I mean, that's a hard question to ask, right? That sure. you start to get really reflective. And all I can tell you is the last few days, I made myself available. I put on my calendar to, to block Friday out this last Friday because yep. that was Corey's move in day to their brand new house. And so I was able to help almost all the day on, on Thursday get out of their house, helped them all day Friday to move in and part of Saturday. And um, that was really cool. That, that, that was very gratifying, right? You see your, you see your son, you see your, and his wife and your grandson and, they're fur babies, you know, getting to enjoy this new, this new experience. And, and for Beth and I to be able to be part of that, I think it's really cool. So do you think, do you think he, he noticed that? I think so. He but, listens to this podcast. So, so I, I don't he know. better, <laughs> he better <laughs> if you're listening, Corey. No, like it's, <laughs> I mean, the question is like, yeah, it's, it's great to be there and, and to help. But like at the end of the day too, like I truly believe that's what parents should do. Like as a parent, you're there to help whenever the, your kid needs help. And it's a, that's an interesting concept. You said that you should. And I, and I don't disagree with it. And yet at the same time, hmm. but did it's it probably not real? Did it put like, I guess my, this whole conversation is about living in the moment, doing work, moving stuff in is doing work and moving stuff in, you know, like exactly was there in the moment things that happened that, you know, you unbox something and like the, here's a something from wherever. And it's like, it triggered or emotion or reaction that it then turned off of God, my back is killing right now because I've been moving all your shit in all day. Like, <laughs> and then you start laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Like, like when I, when I stopped by, you know, to say hi, you could tell people, everybody was tired. Like you were at the end of the day, you guys were run yeah. down. It was almost over. Um, you still had a lot of work to do. So that it wasn't like there, like you were done, like it was, but was there, was there times where it wasn't about, this is what just parents do. Was there a time where it's like, you know what? Like there is my in the moment thing. hundred percent. And, and I'll, I'll tell it to you this way. And I hope Corey felt it this way too, because there were times when he and I rode together to, to drop something off at grandpa's house or to get something, you know, and it's, it's those little those little pieces, those little moments, I guess, um, where you have kind of, you have just a chance to be real with each other and him being 28, me being 50. Now, those are different conversations than they would have been when we were younger. And, um, it's, uh, I, I, I cherish those moments and I know it kind of brings a tear to my eye to think about it, you know, actually, because I, we just had a chance to be honest and real and we'd have good conversations about, dreams and how exciting it's going to be. I'm, and I remember, you know, just talking about, Hey, let's just get through this. This, this kind of sucks right now. And because there was things that in closing with the old house that they had to go through that didn't always go just right. And I could see the strain on both he and Caitlin. And I, and I just, you know, one of the things that, that I wanted to pass on to them and I, ho- I hope it worked and was just say, this is one of the most significant moments in your life. Oh, it's their house. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it. You probably at the top is, is this the birth of your son? Yeah. The fact that you guys got engaged and married, you know, that's right up there, but, but building and 
a new home and moving in. This is this is a top fiver, I would say. Don't you agree? Oh, for like, sure. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a box that I, I you know, I, I hope people in life get to check. You know, I mean, it's it's finding someone you can spend the rest of your life with. It's then, you know, obviously getting married. It's then, you know, having a, a child together. And then it's like the, like for, for Danielle and I, this is our forever home. Yeah. Unless we decide to do something else. Like this is, this is where we're staying forever. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're doing that. Um, so it's a box that we checked together, you know, and there's still plenty of boxes that we need, still need to check going forward. But yeah, this is. For for them over there, you know, my new neighbors, it's it's a substantial box mm-hmm. that they're checking. Like everything that they touch and you know, the bed they're sleeping in is something that they decided to put in in play to make this work. You know, and they're going to see things that they're going to like. Same thing with here. Like, man, I wish we would have done this, or I wish we had done that. But at the end of the day, you designed it. You were the one that wanted the door here, and you wanted the patio over there. Like this is all all you, and it's yours. Mm-hmm. And that's where the you know, now all the memories that they're going to have in that house going forward. And, you know, I, it's, it's just funny. Like the old house we came from had a door in the basement that had all the girls markings were oh, and, and ages. That, and yeah. that's like, that's what they get to look forward to now. Like their yeah. little guy, every time he grows is going to have a new notch on the, on the wall. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's memories that they're going to create every day when they live in the moment. Mm. Good, good, good way to wrap up probably there. Yeah, I, I just think, think so. about sentiment and all that. So, all right. Uh, well, we're back from our vacations. Yeah. We start, I go back to work tomorrow. So. Well, and we should just put a little plug in the last podcast that we did, which was what? Number 93. You published that one all yourself. I, I did. Way to oh go. Oh my God. Dude. I'm amazing. Uh, but that was our interview with Andrew. And I have been talking about that podcast with so many people. And I, Beth and I listened to it while we were traveling if you haven't had a chance, go back and hit that one again. Cause that one is pretty, yeah. There's crazy. so many people that just, they don't be, like, they don't know, think they could do it. Like how can I do a 24 hour or 32 hour event? Like, and it's like I told them, it's, it's all mindset. You yeah. can do whatever you want. You just gotta get your mind out of the game. Yeah. Well, I'm Jim. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 podcast. Hey everyone, this is Jim and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, If you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.